Our New Testament reading comes from the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 18 through 25. The Gospel according to Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Brothers and sisters, listen to God's word for us today. Now, the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had, be, had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgins shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she born a son, and he named him Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Please pray with me. Eternal God of power and grace, who comes to us in surprising ways, in angel appearances, in defeats of enemies, in dreams, and in resurrection from the dead. Show us the face of Emmanuel in our time. Speak to us a word that will profoundly change the way we approach Christmas. Bring us from fear to awe, we pray, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. So did you actually take time during this time of Advent just to slow down a bit? I mean, I, I've heard so often that Advent is a time of waiting. Waiting for the return of Jesus, as he has promised he will do. And then also, again, celebrating the coming of God in Jesus the Christ. But mainly, brothers and sisters, Advent is a time of waiting. A time to, to, to relax a bit to take a deep breath and to listen for God's voice. But you know and I know that the risk we run is if we listen to God, we might actually hear from God. And who of us is willing to hear from God in a way that profoundly changes and alters the course of our life? I mean, this is what happened to poor Joseph, the righteous man in our story this morning. Being righteous and being called righteous means that he was very, very careful about keeping the commandments of God. The Old Testament law, the way that God expected his people to live. And Joseph, brothers and sisters, was striving in his own life to live in harmony with the will of God, to follow to the letter 
all the provisions of the Mosaic law. Joseph, the righteous man, whose righteousness is being tested in our reading, when the woman that would soon be his wife seemingly violated one of the most important religious commands in the Jewish law book, that she could not be pregnant before she was married. And Joseph, of course, knew he was not the father. There was only one way to become pregnant. And Joseph knew it wasn't he. It could, as far as he knew, mean only one thing, that his wife-to-be had been unfaithful to him. And according to the laws that he lived by, the things that he knew, Deuteronomy chapter 21, if something like this ever happened, listen carefully, the young woman should be brought out to the entrance of her father's house and the men of her town shall stone her to death because she committed a disgraceful act in Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 22. Joseph, being a righteous man, would not deviate from the law because he knew what was right. And yet, he made a decision to not expose Mary in public, but because the law required that he had to let Mary go. Had two options to take her out into public, to expose her, to have her stoned, or to divorce her silently. And let us be clear that a woman with children without a husband to fend for her in old Israel had no chance of surviving. For now, Joseph chose the better way. He intended to let Mary go silently, to follow the more humane way by divorcing her in silence without exposing her to public disgrace and punishment. But maybe, brothers and sisters, maybe Joseph's challenges and what Joseph is doing us is to challenge us to go beyond cultures, customs, and rules about what is right and what is wrong. Maybe Joseph wants us this morning to pause a little bit and to think again about all the things that we have always known to be right and according to our understanding of Scripture. Maybe with Joseph we are left with a basic moral challenge which goes way beyond the story of his acceptance of a pregnant woman. I thought maybe... Maybe there are situations where we must respond and where we must live and where we must behave in an excessively generous way and manner. Just as if we didn't know what was right and what was wrong. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, we must, must be much better than what we would have wanted to be and to do. Maybe even beyond what our interpretation of Scripture and our faith demands. Maybe sometimes we do know what is right, but we have to choose a better way, the way of human relationships and life.
But at its deepest, it's not the story of Joseph and, and Joseph with a, a life that has been changed so profoundly. At its deepest, this story is a story of God's providence and of God's presence in the world. After Joseph made up his mind, an angel of the Lord appears to Joseph in a dream. And the angel reveals to him that what he sees as a moral disgrace is in fact God's holy intrusion in the life of a human. The child in Mary's womb is not a violation of God's will, but is a manifestation of God's will because this pregnancy was a gift from the Holy Spirit. Joseph in our story is addressed as son of David. And the, the angel of the Lord is doing that. Now, sidebar, Matthew, the gospel according to Matthew, is written for mainly a Jewish audience. So we will get many things that, uh, in, in this gospel that we can relate to the Jewish customs, like talking about God as the angel of the Lord, to prevent, to say, prevent saying the very holy name of God. So Matthew is actually saying that God appeared to, to Joseph in a dream. Of course, Joseph, the son of David, prophecies of the Old Testament, that is all to prove that Jesus is indeed the Messiah who came as a promise of the living God. So knowing what was right, Joseph decided to do the honorable thing. But God appeared to him and told him to do something even more honorable. And this required that he violated all the values of his culture and his religion and his faith held so dear. God told him, brothers and sisters, to go beyond this, this community script for what was righteous. To risk being, bringing shame on himself and his family but not by not living as someone who is truly righteous. And sometimes we are challenged to go beyond the script of what we know is right and what we have always held dear and as our understanding of God and God's work in the world. Sometimes, brothers and sisters, also in Christmas, we are challenged to go beyond what we know. And I don't know, I don't know what, how to interpret all the dreams. I do not have the answer to how God speaks clearly to us in our times. Sometimes it's something coming up in you. Sometimes it's a dream. Sometimes it's in the face of people around you. Something that happens in the world where you can clearly see a spark of God's presence. But I don't know if God continues to use our dreams in some other way to speak to us. But the gospel according to Matthew tells us that Joseph had at least four dreams, every time receiving a message from God. After this dream in today's text, there are three more dreams in Matthew chapter 2, where the angel of the Lord gave Joseph instructions to take Jesus and Mary to Egypt. And Joseph hears about the death of Herod, and Joseph, Mary, and Jesus are sent to Galilee. 
all these dreams had to do with the safety of the baby Jesus. And of course, the dream to the Magi not to report back to Herod. But it was this first dream that we read about this morning that profoundly changed the course of Joseph's life. Maybe Joseph was receptive at that stage for some spiritual guidance from, from someone. But it sounds so simple when Matthew just tells us that Joseph woke up from sleep and, and he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took Mary as his wife. A life and a course of his living that was totally changed by one encounter with the living God. So I think the story of the fourth Sunday of Advent turns our attention away from everything that happens in our lives. From buying Christmas presents and putting up decorations and, and getting ready for the family to come visit. But it wants us to, to, to focus on God's incarnation. This baby whose name is Jesus, who, who would save his people from their sins to fulfill God's word through Isaiah. This baby who is God with us. This God with us who changes the course of people's lives when we can start to dream about a different reality. I think the point of our story today is to show us how one person responded to the presence of God among us in the birth of the baby, even before the birth of the baby. And maybe offer to each one of us another chance to think how we respond to Emmanuel, God with us. To think how we live our lives of faith if we intently focus to even still see God and listen to God and be aware that God will change our world. Brothers and sisters, are we willing to dream new realities for ourselves and our families, for our country and, and for Mount Pleasant Presbyterian Church? Are we willing to go beyond the script that we have for what is right and good and righteous and what we have always had and held on to? Are we willing to risk shame for the sake of the gospel, the good news of Jesus the Christ? Because we love God more than we love church, more than we love history, more than we love the way that we have always lived. The Sunday before Christmas, are we willing to dream dreams? To hear messages about Christmas and about God with us? To hear messages which may fundamentally alter the course of our lives? Are we willing? Or is this just going to be another Christmas? that we are finally glad is over. A few moments of silence so that you can answer God to these words. Amen.